Have you ever been confused by the circumstances or the status of a relationship? Do your emotions contradict the truth of God's word? Does fear play a leading role in your life? If you answered yes to even one of those questions, you are not alone. I have had those same issues and am learning to combat them with God's word more often. You're listening to Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show. I am Tori, your host and certified life coach. Let's clarify, organize, and prepare with God. Please visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com to walk with us on our faith journey. Grab your journal or notebook, a Bible, and share this mentoring session with a friend. What is a situationship? Well, according to the Urban Dictionary, yeah, I know, it is any problematic relationship characterized by one or more unresolved interpersonal conflicts, usually confused with dating. Well, can't argue with that. Situationship. The problem with dating fear. I doubt it will happen. I'm worried we won't have enough. My life is in chaos and I don't know what to do. Oh, the cycle of fear. It begins with a negative thought. That's what hooks us in. The stream of information that flows is what keeps us complacent. For example, the feeling of inadequacy creates doubt, which produces unpleasant feelings. We immerse ourselves further by anxiously stressing over the temporary mood we are in, which affects what we do. Now we are demotivated to act. We have confirmed our failure because we are scared to try. Fear is a liar. It cheats us out of precious time. It wastes our most valuable commodity. Fear causes inactivity, which weakens our muscles both physically and spiritually. Avoidance becomes the preferred method of response. We won't talk, pray, or seek direction for the tension that has been created by fear because it is uncomfortable. I've read that this is where addiction to self-soothing begins. Alcohol, pain relievers, and other methods of distraction to escape confrontational conversations. This world's expectation not to identify with Christ and his truth about who we are keeps the cycle fresh, current, and well rehearsed. Are you casually dating fear or are you in a committed situationship? Hmm. Let's break the cycle. Who is fear 
to you. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain, or a threat. Fear, aka doubt, apprehension, anxiety, and panic. Hmm. Let's take our action steps. Clarify to make less confusing. What does the Bible say about these temporary emotions that have permanent effects? If you can, turn with me to Colossians chapter 2 and let's look at verse 8. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. Matthew 10:28 And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell If we think about fear as a person as a thing as an object we give it a space a face and a reaction What is fear causing you to be complacent? How is it causing you to not act? Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and let's read verse 5. We destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Make it less confusing. What is your confusion? What are you having trouble with understanding? What areas of uncertainty, hesitation, doubt, or just plain old ignorance? What are you practicing that fear has introduced into your life? God has given us the power to hold every thought captive, every situation, and hold it up to His truth. Step 2. Organize. Take responsibility for arranging. How can we take responsibility for the situationship we are in with fear? Think about how you react to a sudden event. Is your circle of influence holding you accountable for your behavior? Fear's cycle goes from exposure to a stimulant, which causes either an automatic response or hesitation. It then moves into a need for confidence. How will you get through it? If we must fight, do we use God's word and remain sober-minded or choose a human-made substance such as alcohol or a synthetic drug? Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. We have the power to make better choices. We can organize by taking responsibility for our prearranged thoughts, those biases, the things that we have decided we are not going to deal with, we are not going to confront, we are just going to ignorantly lay them to the side. But we all know at some point it's going to come up and we're going to have to take responsibility for our actions. Action step three, prepare, create in advance. We are breaking up with the fear of this world, severing the connection of the situationship. We decrease the risk of failing by seeking God's guidance. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. 1 Peter chapter 5 verses 6 and 7, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Galatians 6, 9, and let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Why am I quoting scripture for each step that we're taking? If we start to memorize God's truth, if we start to commit it to memory and into our hearts, as those things come up, as those situations, as the fear, the hesitation, the doubt, when that arises, we will remember and recall God's truth and be able to act accordingly. Fear is invisible until we put names, faces, and define the space it occupies. Fear locks us out of the promise. Fear puts us at odds with Christ. Fear steals, kills, and destroys. Take a look at your situationship and ask yourself, are you committed to fear? We can use these Bible verses as a weapon against the enemy. Remember, Satan knows scripture as well. But we can fight the lies when we are tempted to cower in the dark. Our confidence is in the Lord. With him, we can do all things because he gives us strength. The enemy wants us to be weak. He doesn't build us up, not for God's use. He doesn't tell us we are wonderfully made and possess the power to make positive changes in this world. Oh, no, no, no. The enemy wants you to be dependent on his negative cycle of complacent dormancy. If we shine light into the dark, 
Others will see that we follow Christ and his life-giving abundance makes the enemy jealous, angry, and prideful. Read God's truth. Start a Bible plan and read the Word of God cover to cover every year or every two years. Break the cycle with the almighty truth from the scriptures. If you like these mentoring sessions, please head over to OurGivenPurpose.com. There are lots of resources and links to all the media outlets we have the privilege to speak from. We have merchandise available, and that, of course, supports this ministry. And if you would like to become a monthly contributor, please visit our Patreon account. As always, we appreciate you sharing this content and using it in your small group Bible studies or even as a family. Please feel free to connect with us via social media. You can find us at Our Given Purpose on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, you can connect with me on my personal page at Tori Slaughter on Facebook. Please remember that you can watch this content live at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday via Facebook. We pray you have a blessed and beautiful week. Thank you for being here on purpose. This is Tori of Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show.